In the great words of Morgan Freeman, in his star role in Evan Almighty as God, when you ask life for a change, it doesn't give you that change. It gives you an opportunity to change. When you ask for a loving family or a better friend, life doesn't just give you another family or magically makes your friends more caring. Life gives you an opportunity to be closer to your own family that you already have, or puts you and your friend in a situation where you see the true colors of that person. Now, I've had my fair share of circumstances where I've asked life to give me more clarity, to see more clearly, to have more defined goals and a clear purpose or to be more disciplined, have more supportive friends, be less insecure and love myself more. But the words of the stoic Morgan Freeman have remained in stone. I want to talk about this today. Specifically the wants that I outlined just a moment ago and try my best to convince you that the downfalls you think are moving you further away from your goals are actually opportunities that are bringing you 100 times closer to them. The things you are asking for like good health, love, self-care and purpose are being answered by the universe. You just have to pay a little bit more attention. So, I might just preface this podcast with the fact that I do hope that you see this podcast through my eyes and live vicariously through some of the hardships that I have endured and feel comforted that though I went through some tough times as any human does, it is this thinking retrospectively that has given me the power of perspective and it's a gift that I hope to pass on to you as you listen. So without further ado, I think the first thing I want to get off my chest is my constant struggle to gain more clarity over my life. I, as do many other people, just want clarity. What am I destined for? Do I have a destiny? Am I capable of achieving worldwide feats and attaining the impossible? Do I have a calling? What is my purpose? I could go on and on and on about questions that I have about my day-to-day struggle with clarity. But it's safe to say as a 21-year-old, I think that I am overthinking it. And oftentimes I wonder whether any of the things that I perceive as problems in my life are actually doors for me to open to gain more of this clarity that I'm seemingly in search for. Or this purpose that is so important for all of us as young adults to have a sense of. Let's talk about my first problem. Or should we label it as an opportunity? Since I was in primary school or middle school for Americans, I was bullied. And I was bullied by a handful of people. Whether that had been because of the way I looked or... The way I talked, acted, ran, walked, smelled. Who knows? 
But what I do know is that I was physically attacked viciously by one of my bullies and consequently lost all sense of confidence in myself, as no one really did anything to mediate the situation. I got up, he spat, I sat down and started crying. It sparked an insecurity in myself and made me want to be someone who wasn't able to be bullied. It made me want to change and be less bullyable. I wished that I had a smaller nose that made me look less of what they called a Jew. I wish I was more muscular and retrospectively as a 21 year old I can see where my motivation for gym comes from. The tireless effort and discipline that I have for going to the gym every day, I can see where that comes from. I wished that I had blonde hair, blue eyes, and you know, to an 11 year old, to become unbulliable, if that even is a word, meant to seek affirmation from and fit in with the popular kids. Not to see the opportunity of my unique trait to be different and apart from the crowd. Just like the famous quote by Jim Caviezel, you weren't made to fit in, you were made to stand out. To me, the person who I was wasn't enough to be in that popular group, and the person I was couldn't see the opportunity in front of my own eyes, the power of individuality. To me, these were all barriers, obstacles. Fast forward three years and I'm in year seven, sitting on the basketball court before school starts with my hands on my teary eyes and my phone open on Facebook beside me. I was named the most hated kid in my year from someone who I thought was my friend. In my head, the only experience I had to reflect on recovering from a bully was when I was 11 years old and all I could do was wish I was someone different to gain clarity over my life. I wished that I was a popular kid who was good with girls and knew everyone and wasn't bullied for being different. My insecurities became stronger and stronger each time that I reminded myself of how I didn't look like the other kids or whatever obstacles and insecurities my teenage brain was feeding me. However, the point to all of this is not for you to pity me or feel sorry for me. Please don't do either of those things. It's to elucidate the perspective that I now have as to why I was bullied and why I was so insecure with myself. You see, I genuinely wished that I was more self-secure. I wished that, you know, that I, to change schools and get new friends and be popular and unbullyable and unbreakable. I wished for these things, but never got them. But it wasn't until I experienced nearly losing my good friend because of lying about my age that I truly desired to change and felt so disappointed with the person I had become and the things that I was so unnecessarily insecure about. I was disgusted at the person I had become. My life goals of becoming an authentic, genuine, humble, modest and all-rounded individual were clouded by the fact that I couldn't even be genuine with myself. 
I couldn't accept me for who I was. But to soothe your listening ears, it all makes sense now. I have the most clarity over my life now. I understand that my insecurity of not fitting in and my history of bullies taught me three things. And can I just say that, you know, this is extremely cathartic for me to be saying all of this and hopefully helping you understand how certain challenges in your life actually guide you closer to your life goals. So thank you so much for listening. The three things that not fitting in and my history of bullies taught me is the following. Concerning my struggles with wanting to be more secure, you know, asking life to make me more self-loving, I discovered that life actually gave me an opportunity to do just that. I just wasn't paying attention. It gave me the opportunity to be truthful with who I am, to love myself for the qualities that make me different and stand out. The quirky, hyperactive, musical, spontaneous person that stands out like a redhead person in Sweden. Shout out to all of my redhead friends in Sweden. You see, retrospectively, I tried to fit in when I was born to stand out. And that's the same with you, the listener. I begged not to be bullied ever again, but my insecurities and impractical habits led me down the path to being bullied again. I was insecure with myself, so I allowed bullies to pick on me and affirm the things that I was convinced were true about me. I would believe the things they said about me. I didn't see the opportunity, you know, I, I, I had to challenge these insecurities and see them for the labels and not who I really am. Someone who isn't defined by labels. Someone who's strong. So what I'm saying here is that the very things you as a listener wish for whether it be purpose or clarity or truth or any of these big questions we often ask ourselves, whatever it may be, look at your life right now. Be present and, and look for the seemingly challenging things that are happening to you right now. Are they obstacles or are they opportunities? Do you feel insecure about yourself? What are some of the thoughts that the universe is instilling into your mind to challenge you? What are you thinking that is degrading your sense of confidence that really is just a fucking beautiful opportunity for you to just let your stars shine? Who are you comparing yourself to and jealous of and mistaking their presence not as an opportunity to either be more secure with yourself or surpass them in their effort or befriend them and learn from them but as an obstacle in your life. An obstacle that's keeping you from your goals and your dreams. Wake up. Be present with perspective. What in your life right now are you longing for but can't seem to see the answer is right in front of your face? You see, this is interesting to me because I believe that we're the maker of our own destinies. No matter what you hear, I believe that we have free will. We can decide to think differently and change the courses of our lives through a different way of thinking and through a different way of analyzing our environments. Life isn't shit. 
the obstacles that are keeping you from a life of freedom and confidence and anything you wish for aren't keeping you from anything. They're opportunities, every single one. Take this, you can't introduce yourself to guys or girls by yourself. Who honestly gives a flying fuck about being rejected by one person who you probably will never see again? Like, just think about that for a second. I've got a story for you. Literally yesterday, I saw one of the most beautiful girls I've ever seen on this planet. And look, I, all of my beautiful girlfriends and 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 anyone who are, you're all amazing. But I thought to myself, I was like, you know what? I could do two things in this situation. I could go up there and introduce myself or I can forever live in regret that I never introduced myself. The next obstacle that I thought was right in front of me was the fact that I had nothing to say. What do you say to someone when you meet them for the first time? You know, and thinking about that thought is probably five minutes and is probably gonna, you know, retract away from the fact that, you know, she's probably gonna go away in the time that you're thinking. So I walked up to her, I said, hi, my name's Matt. I don't know what else to say. And she started laughing. Be quirky. Who gives a fuck? Say something. Make, make fun of yourself. And if they're like, what the hell? Then they're not the right person for you. Is it an obstacle or is it an opportunity? You know? You don't forget that, you know, you forget that the obstacle of rejection is literally an opportunity for connection. You know, if everyone was confident, there wouldn't be such a thing called approach anxiety. Think about that. The reason why approach anxiety is a thing is because humanity needed to label it as an obstacle that other humans can relate to. Fuck that. It's an opportunity to meet people. You know, you have to rise above that activation energy for any of my chemical nerds who are listening to this podcast to stick to the purpose of the podcast and not to get too sidetracked because that's something that I always do. Do you ever think to yourself, you know, fuck, if only I if I had the confidence to to introduce myself to that person, I think that the answer to that is 100% yes. Don't you see that your insecurity of, of lack of confidence as an obstacle is what's stopping you from actually introducing yourself. You are so insecure. You're not even opening yourself up to the opportunity of winning. You see it as an obstacle rather than an opportunity. Every guy, girl, anyone has that protective mechanism to not be hurt. Successful people just see that lack of confidence as an opportunity rather than an obstacle. I believe that the very way you can plant a sick, draining weed in the lustrous garden of your mind, you can also plant a beautiful hydrangea. Obstacle thinking is a weed that you've cultured in your garden of a mind. Either allow me to be the gardener of your thoughts or take the responsibility to take those scissors out and start seeing obstacles as opportunities. 
you know, cut away those weeds and start planting flower seeds. Because in both cases, if you give a weed sunlight and water, it's going to grow. But conversely, if you give a flower sun and water, it will grow, but into something a lot more beautiful than a weed. So start seeing obstacles as opportunities. After all, summer is literally right around the corner. And you have the opportunity to change. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to that podcast. Um, I just wanted to say some afterwords after this podcast. It won't take too long. But originally I was going to publish a different podcast uh, three days ago on Sunday. But decided against it and I wanted to get a little bit more personal in my podcasts. Um, In no sense should you feel alarmed or pity or feeling sorry. The aim of my podcast is to be as human as possible for me to relate to as many people as possible. So with that in mind, I do hope that you felt related to in some sense. Maybe it was bullying, insecurity, finding more clarity, understanding that there are certain obstacles in our lives these days that we think are stopping us, but are actually opportunities to overcome. Um, Or maybe even it was an anxiety about approaching people, which is completely normal um, and something that I've spent a lot of effort on trying to develop that confidence. So I do hope that you enjoy this podcast. And if you feel like some other human ears um, would benefit from listening to this podcast, I would really appreciate you sharing my podcast, Um, not for any monetary benefit. In fact, I don't get any money from these podcasts, but, you know, I love starting conversations with random people and people who are interested in this stuff too. So the more ears I can connect with, um, the more fun this process is. So yeah, thank you so much for listening and hope to see you again. See ya. Bye.